Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 2.2. In today's episode, I'm continuing the series around ways to live with cancer in an exceptional way. I just want to remind you that you don't have to do or be all the concepts that I'm going to be discussing in this series. Even just embracing a few of these qualities can make a difference. In today's episode, I'm talking about relationships, the kind you have with others, but also the one you can have with yourself. We're going to take a look at feeling the need to protect your loved ones, how false positivity can hold you back, and what exceptional patients do to create a positive relationship with themselves. And before we begin, I want to personally invite you to my upcoming online masterclass. On Saturday, February the 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern, I'm hosting Strategies for Living with Cancer, How to Love Your Life Outside the Doctor's Office. This masterclass is a one-hour look at what you can do to live your everyday life, the life the medical world doesn't tell you about when they give you your diagnosis. I will be talking about stress reduction, how you can support your body, and why taking care of yourself is so important to your healing process. You deserve to enjoy your life, even when you're living with cancer. There are so many things that you can do to support yourself as you move through the process, and I want to share some of them with you. So mark Saturday, February 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern on your calendar and head to the show notes to grab the link, or you can find the link in my Instagram bio at Catherine White Cancer Coach. So let's get started. I want to start by sharing that what I'm talking about today was really hard for me when I was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer in 2015. I told everybody what was happening, but I wasn't able to ask for help. What I've since learned about myself is that because of situations from my childhood, I developed a coping skill that didn't allow me to trust others to meet my needs. So instead, what I learned was that I could only count on myself and that if I wanted something done, I needed to do it myself. Now, my husband for many years has been the only person that I could deeply trust. So since taking yoga teacher training in 2018, I've started to explore why I'm this way and to bring in tools to start being more trusting and to be able to ask for help. So as I start into today's topic, I want you to know that if you aren't asking for help or sharing your emotions or trusting others to be there for you, I get it. And I hope that this episode will help you to see why changing your relationship with yourself and others is in your best interest and that you can learn how to trust, how to ask for help, and how to believe in yourself. Okay, so feeling the need to protect your loved ones. Let's start there. Feeling the need to protect your loved ones is a natural instinct. In fact, many cancer patients, when asked, will admit that they have lived a lot of their life putting other people first and themselves last. Several of my clients have talked about how they've never put themselves on the list or that they were at the bottom of it if they did. They've shared how they were the peacekeepers in their families, always trying to make everyone happy. And they've told me about putting their own emotions aside to ensure that the family and friends around them were happy. 
and this doesn't tend to stop after a cancer diagnosis, the need to protect kicks in. Of course you don't want your family to suffer. You don't want them to experience fear and you don't want them to have negative emotions. So it's your instinct to protect the ones that you love. But in doing that, you may be suppressing your own emotions and you shouldn't hold back your own emotions for their benefit. I know, I get it. You don't want to upset everybody. You just want everything to be okay. Maybe if you just cover your ears and say, la, 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 it will all just go away and everything will be fine, but it's not going to. You can't hold back your own emotions for other people's benefit. When you don't express your emotions, you're keeping everything locked up inside you. And you've heard me say before that your body hears everything you tell it. This goes for the thoughts that you have also. You may be feeling all the emotions, but not verbalizing them because you don't want to be a burden or you don't want to upset other people. But what this does is it creates a buildup of energy inside you that doesn't support your healing process. It doesn't allow healing to come through because you're creating this blockage, this stuck inside of yourself. Your unprocessed emotions and pain builds up, which in turn prevents you from seeing that there's another way to move through cancer, a way that includes expressing your emotions and recognizing your fears and learning how to manage them in a healthy way, in a way that is in your best interest. You aren't a burden. A lot of people think that. I'm cancer patient now and I'm a burden on other people. I'm a burden on the system. I'm asking or I'm not asking for help. I, I'm just making other people feel sorry for me. I'm upsetting other people. But I want to offer this. People actually want to help. You're not a burden. They actually want to help. But when you seem maybe aloof or disconnected from the people that you love, they don't know what to do. People don't know what to ask. People don't know what to say. We all know that. They look at you and they're like, Ugh. like it gets all weird and awkward, right? And so they also don't know what you're thinking. So when you're holding everything inside, what you're doing is putting up a front. This front may look like you're being super positive and telling everyone that you're good and you've got this, but the truth is that's not what's going on inside of you. And people may or may not see through that, but it's really important that you acknowledge this so that you can move forward from it. When I was going through treatment, I didn't know how to talk to others about my feelings. My family knew what was going on with me because they were living it with me. And our boys were teenagers, so I couldn't hide things or pretend in front of them. So instead, my husband and I decided to tell them what was going on and keep them updated. Now, this was really more about logistics, like upcoming appointments and, and results of tests and things like that. But we also had conversations with them at their level of how we were feeling and asking how they were feeling. Now, as I'm farther out from my diagnosis and they're adults, we still keep them informed. But we have also learned that timing is everything and that we do not need to make them aware of what's going on um, all of the time, we need to be cognizant of what's going on in their lives and make sure we tell them when the time is right. But we have always from the beginning, from literally the day I was told I had cancer, we've told them what's going on and we've kept them in the loop. And we felt that that was really important because they are part of our family unit. So I walked around after my diagnosis truly 
holding on to the belief that everything was going to be okay. And you may have heard me talk about that before, how I had a moment where um, a friend had reached out and inspired me to get out of bed, keep moving forward, and I decided that my life was going to be 100% positivity, this belief that everything was going to be okay. But I, it was good. It was It was good for me and it was good for the people around me but I did it with this really big fake spot smile and this response of my standard response of, no, I'm great. Everything's going well. I'm good. When really what I wanted to say is, I am so tired. I'm so tired. I'm scared. I'm overwhelmed. I'm worried about my kids. I'm worried about my husband. But I didn't want to be that burden. That's why I'm talking about this today because I want you to have a different experience. I know that you might be thinking that people don't want to hear your negative emotions and you might be right. Some people don't want to hear it. They just want you to say, yep, I'm great. Everything's good because then they don't have to deal with their emotions around it. But this isn't about them. This is about you. So that's where it's good to have someone to talk to and where that you can be honest with, where you don't have to mask what you're thinking or feeling. My clients know that our space is open to all thoughts, feelings, and conversations. Sometimes they cry. Sometimes I cry with them. Sometimes they rage. And I just give them that space to do that. Then we talk about it and sort out where the feelings are coming from and how to navigate them. And that's such an important part of the process. Learning how to navigate the emotions instead of bottling them up inside and pretending that they don't exist. I shared in a post on social media the other day that you can't stay positive all of the time. Your brain isn't going to allow it. It's going to remind you that you have cancer and it's going to want to feed you the B version of the life movie that you're living right now. The one where things go to the left, not your planned right. But this is normal. The trick is to catch those thoughts and acknowledge them and move forward. It's actually not okay to stay positive all of the time. What's not okay is to get stuck in that false positivity, in that place of saying that you're okay and everything is great when really you're not. False positivity will hold you back. It will keep you in your thoughts alone. And it confuses your brain and your body. Your stress hormone is up when you're having fearful, fearful or negative thoughts and your body is gonna feel that. So when you're telling yourself that things are all good, but your body is saying something different, it isn't sure what to do. And the default in our body and our brain is to go to the negative. That's how it protects us from harm. Ironic, right? It wants to protect us, so it sends us into a space of negativity. We don't want to be in that space all of the time. We want to see when we get there and learn how to get ourselves out. So as an exceptional patient, you can create a positive relationship with yourself. You can learn how to trust yourself and your emotions and your ability to share. And when you create the belief that you are the most important person right now, it changes the game. When you make yourself a priority, that energetic tension in your body is released. Your brain gets on board with trusting your thoughts and feelings and you open up to, to yourself this rebalancing in your relationships with other people that allows you to make yourself a priority. And I want to offer that you don't have to figure this out on your own. This doesn't have to be a solo venture. This is work. And I've been doing this work for years now to really understand why I couldn't ask for help, 
why I didn't want to share deeply with other people, and then how I could change that around to say that it is okay to ask for help, that it is okay to trust other people. But it's also part of it, part of it is figuring out who you can trust, who will hear you, and who just can't manage that. Because some people can't, and that's okay. That's part of transforming those interpersonal relationships is figuring all these pieces out and knowing where your safe space is and who your safe people are. So you don't have to do this on your own. I do this with my clients every day. And I would love for you to become one of my clients. I am opening up my one-on-one coaching program to more clients because this space is for you. This space is for you to share your thoughts and your feelings and to create the belief that you are exceptional and that you can live to thrive with cancer. So if you're ready to get the support you need, if you're ready to explore a different way of living life with cancer, and if you're ready to feel understood without having to explain yourself, then I would love to invite you to schedule a consultation call with me. You get to be exceptional, and you get to decide. If you'd like to schedule a call, you can find the link in the show notes, or you can go over to my website, www.katherinewhite.coach, which I will also put in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day and may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.